Hello, this is Nigda from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 26th of November. In a late afternoon press conference, Maharashtra Chief Minister of four days, Devendra Fadnavis announced his resignation, saying that the BJP will now work as an effective opposition. He claimed that the BJP had never promised Sena what they were demanding. He was referring to the Sena's demand of a 50-50 power-sharing formula. He also said that the BJP had mandate as the single largest party and that it wanted to form the government, but it couldn't because the Sena couldn't make up its mind. He warned people of the unstable NCP Congress and Shiv Sena alliance, whose main aim was, and I quote, BJP Hatao. Less than an hour before he announced his resignation, Ajit Pawar too resigned as the Deputy Chief Minister of Maharashtra. These quick developments took place after the Supreme Court ordered Fadnavis to face a floor test on Wednesday, that is tomorrow. A three-judge bench headed by Justice N.V. Ramana ordered the test to be conducted through an open ballot, the proceedings of which would be video recorded and telecast live on television. In its verdict, the top court said, and I quote, In a situation wherein, if the floor test is delayed, there is a possibility of horse trading, it becomes incumbent upon the court to act to protect democratic values. An immediate floor test, in such a case, might be the most effective mechanism to do so. Unquote. The opposition obviously praised the court's decision. Shiv Sena's Sanjay Raut declared, and I quote, Truth has won. The court has given 30 hours. We can prove majority in 30 minutes. Unquote. Eknath Shinde of the Shiv Sena even went on to demand that Devendra Fadnavis and Ajit Pawar resign on moral grounds. Well, looks like your dream came true, Mr. Shinde. The Apex Court had also directed Governor Bhagat Singh Koshyari to ensure all newly elected MLAs are sworn in by 5pm tomorrow. The Congress, NCP and Shiv Sena Alliance had filed a plea in the Supreme Court denouncing Governor Koshyari's decision to appoint BJP's Fadnavis as Chief Minister and NCP's Ajit Pawar as Deputy Chief Minister. The three parties had urged the court to order an immediate floor test. Many people have been injured in a terrorist grenade attack near one of the gates of Kashmir University in Srinagar. People were standing near Sir Syed Gate of Kashmir University when terrorists threw a grenade this afternoon. It was only yesterday that the Jammu and Kashmir police, in an advisory, had asked people in the valley to not go near encounter zones due to high risk of stray explosives. In a separate incident, in Kashmir's Pulwama district, two suspected militants were killed in an encounter with security forces. Police say the encounter began last night after the militants fired on security personnel at a vehicle checkpoint in Shadi Marg in South Kashmir. One of the militants was killed in retaliatory action. While the identity and affiliation of the dead militants is still unknown, police said arms and ammunition have been recovered from the site. Search operations are underway since the police suspect the presence of more militants in the area. Do read our latest ground report where journalist Smita Sharma reports on how the education sector in Kashmir has taken a major hit and students are worried about their futures. The Sunni Central Waqf Board has decided against filing a review petition on Supreme Court's Ayodhya verdict. The board's chairman, Zafar Farooqi, said that six of the seven members present in the meeting were against filing the plea. On November 9th, the Supreme Court had ruled that the disputed land in Ayodhya should be given to a trust under the central government that would oversee the construction of a Ram temple at the site. 
the court also ruled that the Sunni Central Waqf Board should be allotted five acres of land at an alternative plot in Ayodhya to compensate for the demolition of the Babri Masjid in 1992. A woman activist attempting to visit the Sabrimala temple was attacked by a man with a pepper spray earlier this morning. The incident occurred right outside the police commissioner's office. The woman, Bindu Amini, was a part of the team led by gender rights activist Trupti Desai. Desai, to whom the Kerala government refused to provide security cover, said, and I quote, We will visit Sabrimala Temple today on Constitution Day. Neither state government nor the police can stop us from visiting the temple. Whether we get security or not, we will visit the temple today. Unquote. In a historic judgment last year, the Supreme Court had allowed women of all ages to enter the Sabarimala temple. But earlier this month, while hearing a review plea, the top court decided to refer the matter to a larger bench. However, it did not stay the 2018 verdict that had allowed entry of women of all ages into the temple. According to a recent report by the New York Times, an advocacy group in Afghanistan has claimed to have documented methodical rapes by teachers, principals and other authorities at schools in rural Afghanistan. The investigation set off after two teenage boys spoke out about their rape and many more boys came up with similar stories. Teachers and others in Logar province, south of the Afghan capital, confirmed their stories. At least seven of these boys who spoke up were found dead. Muhammad Musa, the leader of the advocacy group called the Loga Youth Social and Civil Institution, said that they were most likely killed by their own families. Musa himself was detained along with his colleague by Afghanistan's National Intelligence Agency after he talked with a news channel. For those who are not aware, sexual abuse of young Afghan boys has been a perennial problem in the country. The practice of bachcha bazi or boy play is a common practice amongst powerful men who keep these boys as their sex slaves. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Don't miss the latest episode of TV Nuisance where Manisha looks at the wonder that is Altaf Hussain and media's coverage of the protests at JNU. We at News Laundry want to bring you details of ownership patterns in big news houses so you know where your news is coming from. To help us dig deep into the business of news in India, we need your support. Contribute to News Laundry Sena's Who Owns Your Media Project. Go to www.newslaundry.com sena and find the Who Owns Your Media Project. Select your News Laundry Sena membership level and then click on Add and proceed to payment. If you face any issues while paying on the website, you can also send us money via PayPal at paypal.me newslaundry. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.